Hey everybody, welcome to uh, this Wednesday's edition of Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman. I'm glad you're uh, joining me. Uh, some of you I know are watching live right now on my Here's a Deal Facebook page and I'm grateful for you. Some of you are watching this maybe later on uh, on the Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman Facebook page. Maybe you're watching it on my personal page, which I I uh, share this, uh, this broadcast with at about 12.30. It could be that you're listening to the program on my podcast. And if you are, great. Anyway, look at it. I'm super thankful you're with me. Uh, I didn't do two, uh, the last two weeks. I didn't do a broadcast. I didn't do a podcast. And part of that was uh, because I was on vacation. And then part of it was because I was uh, sick which is one, one of the things I'm going to talk about uh, with you uh, today. So, um, let me uh, just say this. Uh, I get so many emails and texts and phone calls, uh, messages, private messages from uh, all of you out there about topics that you want me to do, which is kind of what drove me to do this that I just need to say it's really impossible, uh, I hate to say that, but it's impossible for me to cover all of the stuff, all the topics, all of the things that you get to me. And it's frustrating some of you, I know, uh, but I just want to tell you, the chances are getting slimmer and slimmer and slimmer that you'll send me a question that will actually do on the broadcast or answer on the broadcast. But one of the things that I have done is I have gotten back to, man, I'm pretty sure I got back to almost every single one of you. And I, I'm, I wouldn't, I, I might say I got back to every one of you and that's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails and texts with questions that you've had. I may not have answered them here on the broadcast or the podcast, but I got back to you with an answer, and in some cases I even called you up and talked with you because uh, obviously that was a question that was important to you, and so I wanted to at least get to you, even though I knew I wouldn't do it on the, on the broadcast. Today I'm going to talk about my, uh, my journey with coronavirus, okay? I got the virus, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But uh, first, I... I, I I know I have talked about some of these things that I'm going to share right now with you in past broadcasts and stuff, but uh, so many of you have got a hold of me and, and just asked me to once again weigh in on some of these things, but I think I'm going to do it next week, but um, I got this from uh, off the BBC uh, News Wire, okay? Uh, Laurel, Laurel Hubbard is the first transgender athlete to compete at the Olympics. And uh, he is um, he's competing as a woman in weightlifting. And I, I want to weigh in on that because I, I know I've talked about it before, but I'm, I'm, so, I'm a Christian. I'm a follower of Christ. Right. Another way to look at that is, is that I'm a person of the book, okay, 
and it's it's important that I share with you what what the Lord has to say about something like this, and the Lord does have something to say, and and so maybe next week, and then um, this one I thought was they they go hand in hand, but this came out yesterday, the day before, and I took this off of um, I think it was Politico's website. A British man transitions from white to Korean after 18 plastic surgeries. So he was a, apparently he was a guy like me, and there's actually a picture of him in here, but he, he, he believes that his nationality is fluid, like people believe their sexuality is fluid, you know, their sex is fluid. And so uh, I, I think that's super interesting. And it kind of goes hand in hand with this transgender athlete. And, and so I think next week I'm going to weigh in on this again, okay? And it's, um, I'm going to do it from a place of love and mercy and kindness. But I do want to share what uh, the scriptures say, because the scripture does say something uh, about these things. So with that, I want to tell you what happened uh, uh, to me, okay? So I'm going to go back a long, long way. Uh, my uh, son, a long time ago, he got COVID, and so he was holed up in our house, and he didn't really get that sick, but he had COVID, and everybody had to quarantine here in the house and all that kind of stuff. Then my wife got COVID, this is a long time ago, and obviously, you know, we had to hunker down. And I don't know, four, five, six months had gone by, and I never got... COVID, and I thought, man, started kind of getting a little bit cocky, a little bit uh, arrogant that, man, my son had it, and I didn't get it, my wife had it, and I didn't get it, and uh, and so I was thinking, man, you know, maybe I'm bulletproof, maybe there's something, you know, within my immune system that fights off the COVID. Well, I made a decision, and I've posted about this, I've even talked about it on this broadcast, this podcast that I went and got the vaccination, okay? I made a decision for me and my life to get the vaccination. My conscience doesn't bother me that I went and got the vaccination. Even though I'd never had COVID, I, I, I got the vaccination, okay? One of the things that happened was when I posted it on my Facebook page, and when I talked about the fact that I had gotten the vaccination here on this broadcast, uh, there were a number of people, not a lot of people, but a number of people who private messaged me, they sent me an email, um, some may have even put it on my Facebook page, there was one person I actually had to you know, defriend them because it was just getting crazy, who said a lot of really weird, stupid, <laughs> ignorant things, okay? I made a decision to get the vaccination, okay? That's what I believe was the best thing for me to do. I'm okay with somebody else making a different decision. If you don't want to get the vaccination, don't get it. And if you choose not to get it, I'm not gonna call you names, I'm not gonna say anything crummy about you, I'm not gonna make fun of you uh, or anything like that. That's a choice that you get to make, just like I get to make a choice. But I was amazed at how many people just said some really, really crummy things. And these are Christian people uh, about the fact that I had taken the vaccination. 
And some of the most idiotic things that were said were, hey, you know, that's, that's basically the mark of the beast. Or you now have a chip inside of you. And that's just stupid. I don't know where people hear that stuff. Um, you know, just because you hear it on the internet doesn't mean it's true. Okay? That, that's not the mark of the beast. I guarantee you. And there's no microchip floating around inside of me because of that shot. I heard a preacher the other day on, uh, on a podcast talking to, to his people. He was sharing this with his congregation that the, if you got the vaccination, that was a mark of the beast. And I just thought to myself, what a, this is a, a wolf in sheep's clothing that, that a, somebody would get up and tell their people people they get to love and care and shepherd, that if they got the vaccination, that they were taking the mark of the beast? That was just idiotic. You know, the Bible says in James, in the book of James, that not many should become teachers of the Word of God. Not many should, should, should be teachers. Because teachers of the Word, James goes on to say, will incur a stricter judgment. In other words, it's a weighty thing to be a teacher or a preacher of the Word. And it doesn't mean when it says that you will incur a stricter judgment that somehow you lose your salvation if you misrepresent what God says in His Word or whatever. But I want you to know something, man. That preacher, it, there's going to be some sort of punishment for getting up and telling people that if they got the vaccination, that was the equivalent to taking the mark of the beast. It was idiotic. The guy was a doofus. He was a total doofus. Look, it's okay for anybody to stand up and say, I chose not to get the, 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 the COVID you know, vaccination. It's okay for people to stand up and go, hey, I got that thing. Okay, I've told you, I got it. But I'm okay if you don't get it. Okay, my, the rest of my family has made the choice not to get the, the vaccination, at least to, up to this point. And that's their decision. And they don't mock me because I got it. I don't mock them. If you've, if you've gotten the, the coronavirus, praise the Lord for you. Okay? If you haven't gotten the, the coronavirus vaccination, praise the Lord for you. That's a decision you get to make. Okay? I made the decision to get the vaccination, which, once again, I thought, that's making me bulletproof. I didn't get the virus, my wife had it, my son had it, now I've got the vaccination, man, I just felt like I was invincible, okay? Well, about a month ago, I woke up, <laughs> and I didn't feel too good, and I've had the flu many, 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 many times, okay? I've had the, I probably get the flu once a year, and I know what the symptoms of the flu are, you know, you start coughing a little bit, you feel a, a, a little bit achy, you know, you get a little bit of a headache, you're weak, you know. Well, that's what I was feeling, okay? But I was achy at a whole nother level. I'd never been this achy. And uh, after a day or two, I, I went, wow, man, I, I, I am not feeling good. So I went and got tested, and sure enough, I, it came back positive, and so I had tested positive for the coronavirus. And I remember getting home, and um, 
Uh, I'm, I'm going to be just really honest with you. I was. I started to get a little bit nervous. I started to get a little bit anxious. Uh, I, I got a little bit afraid. You see, before COVID ever came around, if I got the flu, if I got achy, coughed, and hacked up, and laid in bed, and threw up, or whatever, you know what? I, I knew that in three or four days, or whatever it was, I would get better. With the coronavirus, that sometimes isn't true. I know a lot of people who have gotten the coronavirus and for whatever reason, they end up in the hospital, they end up on ventilators, and I even have some very, very close friends who have passed away. And so all of a sudden, here I am, I've got the coronavirus, and I, I was a little bit nervous. As I said, I was a little bit afraid. I, I, I was anxious, because I didn't know where it was going to stop. And so each day, you know, when I felt a little bit more achy, or I was coughing a little bit more... Man, I just want you to know, it, it, it got freaky for, for a while. And, you know, I'm a Christian. I'm a pastor. Um, I've preached more messages at church and at camp and a different thing that I can think of. But that didn't mean that I wasn't, you know, scared. I, 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 was, I was afraid. I, I was anxious. I didn't know where it was going to end. And so there, there came a moment where I was sitting on my couch. Literally, I couldn't, I just couldn't move. I would get sweaty, and then I'd get cold, I'd get the chills. Um, I lost my sense of smell, I lost my sense of taste, which is really weird. I still haven't gotten that back yet, by the way. And I'm there, and all I'm doing is thinking about the worst case scenario. You know, I'm going to end up in the hospital, I'm going to end up on a ventilator, you know, I just went to the worst place. And there came a moment where I went, okay, this is not what my Heavenly Father wants me to think about. God does not want me to, hear, to, to sit around and just think about all these crummy things that could happen to me. And I knew what God wanted me to do. He wanted me to listen to His voice. And the way we listen to His voice today, the, the primary way that we listen to His voice today is found right here in the Scriptures. The words written between these two leather-bound covers are the way that we listen to the voice of God. And so I got out my phone, and, and I couldn't even get up and go get my Bible, but I had my phone with me, and I started looking up all of the places where God says, don't be afraid, fear not, don't be anxious. And I would begin to read the stories, the context of some of these great passages from God. It was really, I was listening to the voice of God as I was reading these passages, and I'm going to post something on my on my Here's a Deal page. Um, I didn't make it up, but I found it. I thought it was great, and it's 33 verses about fear and anxiety. But I wanted I, I wrote down some of the verses that God used to help me find peace in the midst of this coronavirus thing I was going through. But there are also verses that will bring you peace uh, in the midst of anything, and. And the, the one that really stuck out to me was Psalms 56 in verse 3, where the psalmist says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you. 
And that's super simple and yet super profound. And as I said, I was afraid. Man, I thought, man, I'm going to end up in the hospital. I'm going to end up like some of my friends. I, 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 I was afraid. And the psalmist says, when that happens, you put your trust in Him. You think about Him. You rest in Him. And that began to give me some, some peace. Obviously, uh, Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, where God says through the pen of our brother Paul, don't be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about this coronavirus disease that you got. Don't be anxious about it. Okay? But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And so once again, I was hearing the voice of God in my mind saying, don't be afraid. Another one that brought me an incredible amount of peace was Psalms chapter 94, where the psalmist says, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul. Isn't that good? Anyway, the, the, this, the, the, the Scriptures began to speak to me. And when the Scriptures are speaking to you, that's God speaking to you. And it was through the Scriptures that I really began to experience peace. Now, I was sitting on the couch, literally using my smartphone, you know, and just looking at the Word. And as I read them, as I read Scripture, I was hearing the voice of God and God's Word was replaced, you know, it was replacing all of these thoughts I had about coronavirus and fear and all those things. Anyway, obviously, I'm better. I was sick for a while, but I'm better. I got, you know, beyond it. And I still haven't got my sense of taste or smell back, which is really bizarre. But uh, anyway, that's why I wasn't on the last couple weeks, and then there was a vacation in there. So I'm back on Wednesdays. I'm excited to be here with you and just to share thoughts uh, about things that you're interested in, maybe I'm interested in. Make sure you tell your friends about this. Tell them they can watch this live on Wednesdays at noon here on Here's a Deal with Her Country. Share the page with people. Let people know that, hey, there's this you know, different broadcast that comes out that's live. Or you can tell your friends. They can go to my personal page and see it you know, after 12.30. Or they can just listen to the podcast. That's all you got to do is go to the, your, your podcast thing and download Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman, uh, the podcast, and listen to me anytime you, you, you want. Okay? So I'm excited to be back with you. I hope that some of these verses were an encouragement to you. For those of you that live in the Modesto area this weekend at Big Valley Grace, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll be teaching from Matthew chapter 13. I'm going to look at the, the parable of the four soils, and uh, I'm going to make it super practical. So, man, make sure you're, you're there or you're watching online, okay? Hey, listen, everybody, blessings.